Welcome to the Come Follow Me read-along, an informal reading of the scripture passages that go along with the weekly study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. With generous permission from Thomas Waymont, the BYU Religious Study Center, and Deseret Book, I'll be reading today's chapters again from Thomas Waymont's translation, which is titled, The New Testament, A New Translation for Latter-day Saints. And today we're reading the readings for July 15 through 21, and that is Acts chapters 10 through 15. So let's start with Acts chapter 10. There was a man in Caesarea named Cornelius, who was a centurion of what is called the Italian cohort. He was a devout man who, together with all his house, feared God, and he gave many offerings to the people and prayed to God continually. About three o'clock in the afternoon, he saw in a vision an angel of God coming to him and saying to him, Cornelius. He looked at him intently, and in fear he said, What is it, Lord? The angel replied to him, Your prayers and offerings have ascended to God as a memorial. Now send men to Joppa for a man called Simon, who is called Peter. He is staying with Simon, a tanner, whose house is near the sea. After the angel who had spoken to him departed, He called two household servants and a devout soldier from among those who served him, and after explaining everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day about noon, while they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up to the roof to pray. He was hungry and wanted to eat, but while they were preparing a meal, he fell into a trance, and he saw heaven opened, and something like a large sheet descending being let down by its four corners to the ground. In it were all types of four-footed animals and reptiles from the ground and birds of the air. Then a voice came to him, Peter, rise, kill, and eat. But Peter said, Certainly not, Lord, because I have never eaten anything common or unclean. A voice came to him a second time, What God has cleansed, you must not call unclean. This happened three times and immediately the object was taken into heaven. As Peter wondered to himself what the vision might mean, the men who were sent by Cornelius arrived, and they inquired at the house of Simon and were standing at the gate. They called out to determine if Simon, called Peter, was staying there. While Peter was pondering the vision, the spirit said to him, Look, three men are looking for you, but arise and go with them without hesitation, for I have sent them. Peter went down to the men and said, Here I am, the one for whom you are looking. Why have you come? They replied, Cornelius, a centurion, a righteous and God-fearing man, praised by the entire Jewish nation, was commanded by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to listen to your message. Then he invited them in and hosted them. The next day he arose and went with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa traveled with him, The next day he came to Caesarea. Cornelius was waiting for them, and he called his relatives and his close friends together. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him, and falling at his feet, worshipped him. But Peter helped him up and said, Stand up, I am only a man. And as he talked with him, he entered, and found many people gathered together. He said to them, You know that it is unlawful for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile? But God has shown me, that I should not call a person unclean or common. Therefore, when I was sent for, I came without objection. Now, may I ask why you summoned me? 
Cornelius replied, Four days ago, at this same hour, at three in the afternoon, I was praying in my house, and suddenly a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard, and your offerings have been noted before God. Therefore send to Joppa and summon Simon, called Peter, who is staying in the house of Simon the Tanner near the sea. Therefore I sent for you right away, and you were kind enough to come. So now we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything that the Lord has commanded you to say. Then Peter began to open his mouth and say, I truly understand that God does not show partiality. But in all the nations, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. You know the word that he sent to the people of Israel, declaring the good news, peace through Jesus Christ who is Lord of all. That message spread throughout all Judea, beginning in Galilee with the baptism declared by John. Regarding Jesus of Nazareth, whom God anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power, he went around doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, because God was with him. We are witnesses of all that he did in the land of Judea and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a tree. And God raised him on the third day and allowed him to be seen, not by all people, but by us who were chosen by God as witnesses. We ate and drank with him after his resurrection from the dead. And he commanded us to declare to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. All the prophets testified about him, that everyone who believes in him will have forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And the circumcised believers who traveled with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out upon the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter replied, Can anyone withhold water from these people who, like us, have received the Holy Spirit to be baptized? So he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for several days. And now Acts chapter 11. Then the apostles and brothers and sisters who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had accepted the word of God. Then Peter went up to Jerusalem, and the circumcised followers criticized him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and shared a meal with them? Peter began to explain it to them in order, saying, I was praying in the city of Joppa, and while in a trance I saw a vision of something like a large sheet descending from heaven, being let down by its four corners, and it came to me. As I looked at it closely, I saw four-footed animals, wild animals, reptiles, and birds of the air. I heard a voice telling me, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, Certainly not, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has entered my mouth. But the voice responded a second time from heaven, What God has cleansed, you must not call unclean. This happened three times, and everything was taken up into heaven again. And right away three men who were sent from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were. And the Spirit told me to go with them without hesitation. These six brothers went with me, and we came to the man's house. He reported how he saw an angel in his house, standing and saying, Send to Joppa, and summon Simon, who is called Peter, who will deliver a message to you, by which you will be saved together with your entire house. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, just as it did on us at the beginning. 
And I remembered the word of the Lord, that he said, John baptized you in water, but you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Therefore, if God gave them the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to hinder God? When they heard these things, they were silent, and they gave glory to God, saying, Then God has given repentance that leads to life even to the Gentiles. Then those who had been scattered because of the persecution that happened over Stephen went as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, speaking the words to no one but Jews. But there were some men from Cyprus and Cyrene among them who came to Antioch and began to speak to the Hellenists, proclaiming the good news of Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. News about them came to the attention of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he came and saw the grace of God, he rejoiced and called on all of them to remain faithful to the Lord with devoted hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and a multitude gathered to the Lord. Then he went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and he found him and brought him to Antioch. For an entire year they met with the church and taught a multitude of people, and the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. In those days, prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood and predicted through the Spirit that a severe famine was about to come on the entire world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples decided that each would send relief according to their ability to the brothers and sisters living in Judea, which they did by sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. That's the end of Acts chapter 11. Uh, before I read Acts chapter 12, I should note that in this translation, we don't use, you know, we have Peter, James, and John, three apostles, but in this translation, it's Peter, Jacob, and John. So James becomes Jacob in this translation. So let's read Acts chapter 12. Around that time, King Herod laid his oppressive hands on some who belonged to the church. He had Jacob, the brother of John, killed by the sword. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he moved to arrest Peter. This was during the Feast of Unleavened Bread. After he had arrested him, he placed him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to guard him. He wanted to lead him out before the people after the Passover. While Peter was kept in prison, those in the church prayed earnestly to God for him. On that night, when Herod intended to bring him out, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers and was bound with two chains, while guards were keeping watch over the prison at the doors. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared, and a light brightened the cell. He touched Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Get up, quickly! And the chains fell from his hands. Then the angel said to him, Fasten your belt and put on your sandals. And he did so. Then the angel said to him, Put on your cloak and follow me. And he went out and followed the angel. But he did not know that what was happening with the angel was real. He thought he was seeing a vision. After they had passed by the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city, which opened automatically to them. And they went outside and walked along an alley, and the angel left him at once. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me from the hand of Herod and from everything the Jewish people expected to happen. 
When Peter realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, who was called Mark, where there were many gathered in prayer. When he knocked at the outer gate, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was overjoyed, but instead of opening the gate, she ran and declared that Peter was in front of the gate. But they responded to her, You're out of your mind. But she insisted that it was him. So they said, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking, and when they opened the gate, they saw him and were amazed. He motioned to them with his hand to be silent, and he related to them how the Lord led him out of the prison. And he said, Tell this to Jacob and the brothers. Then he departed and went to another place. When day came, there was a significant commotion among the soldiers about what happened to Peter. When Herod searched and did not find him, he interrogated the guards and ordered that they be put to death. Then he went down from Judea and stayed in Caesarea. Herod was in a dispute with the people of Tyre and Sidon, so they came to him as a group. And after winning over Blastus, the king's attendant, they sought for peace because their region depended upon the king's land for food. On the appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes and sat down on the judgment seat and delivered a speech to them. But the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man. Immediately, an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give glory to God, and he was eaten by worms and died. But the word of God continued to spread and multiply. Barnabas and Saul, after completing their service, returned to Jerusalem, bringing with them John Mark. And that's the end of chapter 12, now Acts chapter 13. In the church in Antioch, there were prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean, a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart Barnabas and Saul for me for the work for which I have called them. Then, after they had fasted, prayed, and laid their hands on them, they sent them off. Therefore, they were sent by the Holy Spirit and came to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived in Salamis, they taught the word of God in the Jewish synagogues, and they had John as an assistant. When they had traveled across the entire island as far as Paphos, they found a magician, a Jewish false prophet, whose name was Bargesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. He summoned Barnabas and Paul and inquired of them to hear the word of God. But Elymas, the magician, for that is the translation of his name, opposed them, trying to turn the proconsul from the faith. But Saul, also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You are full of deceit and wickedness, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness. Will you not stop distorting the straight paths of the Lord? Now look, the hand of the Lord is against you, and you will be blind, unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately, mist and darkness came over him, and he sought for someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul saw what happened, and he believed, because he wondered at the teaching about the Lord. Then Paul and those with him set sail from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia, but John left them and returned to Jerusalem. They traveled on from Perga and arrived in Pisidian, Antioch, and they entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and sat down. 
After the reading from the Law and Prophets, the synagogue leaders sent them a message saying, Brothers, if there is someone among you who has a word of exhortation for the people, say it. Paul stood and gestured with his hand, saying, Men of Israel and those who fear God, listen. The God of this people, Israel, chose our fathers and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt, and with uplifted arm he led them out. For about forty years he endured them in the wilderness. After he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance for about four hundred and fifty years. After this, he gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, the son of Kish, a man from the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled for forty years. After God removed him, he raised up David for them as king, about whom he testified, I have found David, the son of Jesse, to be a man after my own heart, who will carry out my whole will. From this man's descendants, God brought forth a Savior for Israel, Jesus, as he promised. John proclaimed a baptism of repentance for all the people of Israel before Jesus arrived. While John completed his ministry, he said, Who do you think I am? I am not the one, but one is coming after me, and I am not worthy to untie the sandals on his feet. Brothers, descendants of Abraham's family, and those among you who fear God, word of this salvation has been sent to us. For those living in Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize him, or understand the voices of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath. They fulfilled these words by judging him. Though they found no cause worthy of death, they asked Pilate to have him killed. When they had completed everything that was written about him, they took him down from the tree and placed him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, and for many days he appeared to those who accompanied him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. And we proclaim to you the good news that was promised to our ancestors. God has fulfilled this promise to us, who are their children, by raising Jesus, as it is written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have begotten you. But regarding his raising from the dead, no longer to return to decay, God has spoken in this way, I will give you the holy promises made to David. Therefore, in another psalm, he said, You will not let your holy one experience corruption. For David, when he had served the will of God in his own generation, died, and was placed next to his fathers, and he experienced corruption. But the one whom God raised did not experience corruption. Therefore let it be known to you, brothers, that through this man forgiveness of sins is declared to you. By this man all who believe are set free from everything from which the law of Moses could not set you free. Therefore beware that what was spoken about by the prophets does not happen to you. Look, you mockers, be amazed and perish, because I am performing a work in your days, a work that you will never believe unless someone tells it to you. When Paul and Barnabas were departing, they urged them to speak about this message on the next Sabbath. After the meeting in the synagogue ended, many of the Jews and the God-fearing proselytes, who were speaking with them and encouraging them to remain in the grace of God, followed Paul and Barnabas. The next Sabbath, nearly everyone in the city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowd, they were filled with jealousy, and while slandering, they began to contradict what was said by Paul. 
Then Paul and Barnabas spoke boldly, saying, It was necessary to speak the word of God to you first. We are now turning to the Gentiles because you reject it, and you consider yourselves to be unworthy of eternal life. For this is what the Lord commanded us. I have established you as a light to the Gentiles, to bring salvation to the ends of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they rejoiced and gave glory to the word of the Lord, and those who had been appointed to eternal life believed. And the word of the Lord began to spread through the entire region. But the Jews incited the pious women who were of high social position and the prominent men of the city. And they stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and threw them out of their region. So they shook the dust from their feet and went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. And now Acts chapter 14. And it happened in Iconium that Paul and Barnabas entered into the Jewish synagogue and spoke in such a way that a large group of Jews and Greeks believed But the Jews who would not believe stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. Then they stayed there for a long time, speaking boldly about the Lord, who testified to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided. Some were with the Jews and some with the apostles. When there was an attempt by some Gentiles, Jews, and their rulers to abuse them and stone them, Paul and Barnabas learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lycaonia and the surrounding region. They proclaimed the good news there. In Lystra, a man who was not able to use his feet, who had never walked, was sitting. This man was listening to Paul speaking, and Paul looked at him and saw that he had the faith to be healed. So he said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he jumped up and began walking. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they shouted in the language of the Lycaonians, saying, The gods have descended among us like humans. They called Barnabas Zeus, and Paul they called Hermes because he was the lead speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought bulls and garlands to the gate of the city, and together with the crowd he wanted to offer sacrifices to them. When the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and rushed into the crowd saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are men like you and we are proclaiming the good news to you so that you may turn from these worthless things to the living God who made the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things in them, who in past generations permitted all nations to pursue their own ways. But he did not leave you without evidence of good works providing rains from heaven and seasons of bounteous harvest, filling you with food and your hearts with joy. Even with these words, they barely restrained the crowd from sacrificing to them. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and persuaded the crowds, and they stoned Paul and dragged him outside the city, thinking that he was dead. But the disciples gathered around him, and he got up and went into the city. The next day, he went with Barnabas to Derbe. After proclaiming the good news in that city and making many disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch. And they strengthened the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to remain in the faith, saying, We must enter the kingdom of God through many trials. When they had appointed elders for them in each church, with prayer and fasting, they entrusted them to the Lord in whom they had believed. And they went through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia, 
After speaking the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. From there they set sail to Antioch, where they had been set apart to the grace of God for the work which they had accomplished. When they arrived, they gathered the church together and declared all the things that God had done with them, and that God had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they stayed with the disciples for a long time. And now Acts chapter 15, the Jerusalem Conference. Some men came down from Judea and taught the brothers, Unless you are circumcised following the practice of Moses, you will not be saved. After Paul and Barnabas had a lively debate with them, they appointed Paul and Barnabas and some others from among them to meet with the apostles and elders in Jerusalem about this disagreement. Then they were sent out by the church, and as they traveled through Phoenicia and Samaria, they related the conversion of the Gentiles, and they brought great joy to all the brothers and sisters. When they arrived in Jerusalem, they were received by the church, the apostles and the elders, and they related all the things that God had done with them. But some who were from the sect of the Pharisees, who believed, stood and said, The Gentiles must be circumcised and ordered to observe the law of Moses. The apostles and elders gathered to consider this issue. After considerable debate, Peter stood and said to them, Brothers, you know that some time ago God made a choice among you and determined that by my mouth the Gentiles might hear the gospel message and believe. God, who knows the heart, has testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he gave it to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, why are you trying God by placing a burden on the back of the disciples, a burden that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? But by the grace of the Lord Jesus, we believe that we are saved just as they will be saved. The whole gathering kept quiet and listened to Barnabas and Paul as they explained all the miraculous signs and wonders that God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they were silent, Jacob responded, My brothers, listen to me. Simon has described how at first God sought to choose a people for his name from the Gentiles. The words of the prophets agree with this, as it is written, After this I will return, and I will build again the fallen tabernacle of David. I will build it again from ruins and restore it, so that the rest of humanity may seek the Lord, and all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who make things known from long ago. Therefore, I determined that we should cause no additional difficulty for the Gentiles who turn to God. But we should write to them, telling them to abstain from foods defiled by idols, from sexual impropriety, from what has been strangled, and from blood. For Moses, from generations of old, has had those who declare him in every city when he is read in the synagogues each Sabbath. Then the apostles, elders, and the entire church decided to send men chosen from among them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, men who were leaders among the brothers. Judas called Barsabbas and Silas, writing by their hand, The apostles and elders, your brothers, to the Gentile brothers and sisters in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings, because we have heard that some whom we did not command went out from among us and confused you with words troubling your minds. We have decided unitedly to choose men and send them to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore we are sending Judas and Silas to you, who will declare to you the same things in person. 
for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to place any greater burden on you than these directives, to abstain from what has been offered in animal sacrifices, from blood, from things strangled, and from sexual impropriety. If you obey these directives, you will do well. Farewell. Then when they were dismissed, they went down to Antioch, and after assembling the group, they delivered the letter. After reading it out loud, the saints rejoiced in its comforting message. Both Judas and Silas, who were both prophets, strengthened and encouraged the brothers and sisters with many words. And after spending some time with them, they were sent off in peace by the brothers to those who sent them. But Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch and taught, declaring with many others the good news of the word of the Lord. After a few days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return to visit the brothers and sisters in every town where we declared the word of the Lord and determine how they are. But Barnabas wanted to take John called Mark with them. And Paul insisted that they not take him with them because he left them in Pamphylia and had not traveled with them in the work. There was such a strong disagreement that they separated from one another. And Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and set out. And after commending the brothers and sisters to the grace of the Lord, he traveled through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. And that's the end of Acts chapter 15 and the end of our reading for this week. We'll see you next week.